Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News for Wednesday, September 20th, 2023. Stand up for your country. The theme of the No Spin News tonight, unfortunately, is government corruption. That is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. You probably know Attorney General Merrick Garland testified in front of the House Judiciary Committee today. Jim Jordan, Republican from Ohio, is the chairman Um, And it was interesting. Um, Usually Garland and Christopher Wray, the head of the FBI and all the other federal Justice Department people tell you they can't comment uh, because there's an investigation underway. That's not what Garland did today. Garland did the Sergeant Schultz defense. I know nothing. Remember Hogan Zeros? Remember? Big chubby. Sergeant Schultz looking away on purpose. I don't know. That was Merrick Garland. Here's how he explained it. He said that he told Senator Grassley, a Republican, that he wouldn't intrude or interfere with the Hunter Biden investigation. Okay, because some Republicans were worried that Merrick Garland would tilt it away. So Garland goes, oh, I didn't have anything to do with it. Okay, it was all David Weiss, the U.S. attorney in Delaware, full power. But I didn't know what was happening. Okay, I it was him. I promised I wouldn't get involved. Now, on the surface, it's pretty clever because every specific question Garland says, I don't know. I wasn't following it. I don't know. I didn't I didn't hear about statute of limitations. I don't know. 
All right. But it falls apart. And I'm going to tell you why. All right. So that was what Garland's posture was. He didn't know. The House um, Republicans missed opportunities. I told Hannity on a radio show today on his radio show. Next time it should be Jordan, Hannity and me interviewing Merrick Garland. No one else. Okay, because we'd ask the specific questions that he couldn't pull that on. For example, you don't have to intrude, Mr. Attorney General, but you do have to provide oversight. So say you appoint David Weiss to investigate Hunter Biden and Weiss is drunk every day. What what are you going to do? You don't know that you're not watching what's happening there. Or he doesn't show up for work. Or whatever it may be. The attorney general is the boss. He doesn't have to tell Weiss, charge him with this, charge him with that. But he certainly has to provide oversight. Garland said he didn't provide any oversight. When asked why it took almost five years to bring stupid charges, and they were, that got thrown out by a judge against Hunter Biden. I don't know. And that is the key. Uh, and I'm just remember that. All right, let me play you three sound bites. First one is uh, Congressman Mike Johnson, Louisiana. Uh, and they're talking about the length of this Hunter Biden investigation. Go. Why has the Justice Department dragged this investigation out for so long? Does it really take years to determine if Hunter Biden lied on a federal form related to purchasing a firearm? Mr. Weiss was a longtime career prosecutor. President Trump appointed him as the- You're not answering the question. Is that standard procedure? Should it take that long to make such a simple determination? I'm answering the question. Mm -hmm. Give me an opportunity to do so. Okay. He was charged uh, with that investigation under the previous administration. He's continued. He knows how to conduct investigations and I have not intruded or attempted to evaluate that. He hasn't attempted to evaluate it. I mean, that we, it's so absurd when you think about it. This is the top law enforcement official in the country. The president's son is being investigated for felony corruption. And he, and he hasn't evaluated it. He should be fired on the spot. Second soundbite. Congressman Dan Bishop, North Carolina, um, picks up on the length of the investigation, how it affects the statute of limitations. Go. When did the Justice Department permit statutes of limitations to expire on some of the prospective charges against Hunter Biden for tax violation? I don't know anything about the statute of limitations here. The investigation was in the hands of Mr. Weiss to make the determinants that determinations that he thought were appropriate. Are you unaware that tax that uh, statutes of limitations have in fact been allowed to expire after there having been tolling agreements in place? I'm going to say again, determination of where to bring cases and which kinds of cases to bring was left to Mr. Weiss. So no oversight at all. Why Garland didn't know. Sergeant Schultz, I know nothing. Okay. And throwing Weiss under the bus. Weiss is going to have the news, all right, when it comes down to the end of this. Third soundbite is, um, again, the same mantra. Garland must have said Trump appointed Weiss 
a dozen times because that's the Democratic talking point. All right. So here's uh, the chairman, Jim Jordan. Quote, Mr. Weiss has full authority to bring cases in other jurisdictions if he feels it's necessary. That was your response, Attorney General, to Senator Grassley's question on March 1st, 2023. You just referenced it when Mr. Bishop was questioning you. Only problem is he'd already been turned down by the U.S. Attorney in the District of Columbia, Mr. Graves. So he didn't have full authority, did he? I had an extended conversation with uh, Senator Grassley at the time. We briefly touched on the Section 515 question and how that process went. Um, I've my never been suggested. Simple. My point's real simple, Mr. Garland. You said he had complete authority, but he'd already been turned down. He, he wanted be. to bring an action in the District of Columbia, and the U.S. Attorney there said, no, you can't. And then you go tell the United States Senate under oath that he has complete authority. I'm going to say again that uh, no one had the authority to turn him down. They could refuse uh, to partner with him. They could you not. You can use whatever you, you, language. They, refuse to partner is turning down. Well, it's not the same under a well-known Justice Department practice. Oh, <laughs> just Barney Fife. That's what that guy reminds me of, to do the sitcom motif. Well, here's the truth. Uh, U.S. attorneys uh, Matthew Graves in D.C. and Martin Estrada in California refused to help David Weiss. Okay? Merrick Garland could have ordered them to help David Weiss. He did not. He did not order them. All right? He had to know they refused to help because it was all over. He had to know, and Garland did nothing, all right? That's not full authority, so Garland's not telling the truth. He goes, oh, well, uh, they can refuse to partner. Uh, it's just garbage. And this is why people think the government's corrupt, because it is. Garland is a corrupt man. It's right on display. And those two sides to that story, he's being deceptive, Garland. Now, I believe Garland. I believe him when he says, I don't know anything. Because he knew from the jump when he took the attorney general job that Hunter Biden was under scrutiny. And he didn't want any part of this radioactive case at all. Because Biden appointed him to the position of attorney general. So he said, I don't want to hear anything. I don't want to know anything. Don't tell me anything. All right. I'm almost 100 percent sure Garland's not lying about that. But here is the final nail. And I couldn't believe the Republicans didn't ask him this. Garland had a sign off on the plea bargain that was thrown out by the judge. Garland is a former judge. He had to know the clause in the plea agreement, the initial plea agreement that said you, the federal government, cannot prosecute Hunter Biden for any other crimes the rest of his life was never going to fly. Garland had to sign off on that plea. He couldn't recuse himself. That's the final nail in this deceptive man's coffin. And that's the memo. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been delivering on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices of America's greatest heroes. Heroes who put their lives on the line to protect our country and our communities. Heroes like Bristol, Connecticut Police Sergeant Dustin DeMonte. After responding to a domestic violence incident, he sustained fatal gunshot wounds. He left behind his expectant wife and two children. 
Thanks to the generosity of people like you, Tunnel to Towers paid the mortgage on the DeMonte family home, lifting a financial burden. As his loved ones mourned the decorated officer's loss, they welcomed a miracle, the child he would never get to meet. So many families need your help. Please help America's heroes and their young families. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. 95 cents out of every dollar you donate goes to their programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. All right, let's bring in uh, Thomas Baker. You may have heard the name. He's the author of the uh, best-selling book, The Fall of the FBI, How a Once Great Agency Became a Threat to Democracy. Mr. Baker was an FBI agent for 33 years, served all over the world, a very distinguished career. Um, I want to get very specific with you. I'm, I'm sure you agree with me that Merrick Garland is not Elliot Ness. He's not trying to find the truth about anything that would affect the Biden family. You're agreeing with that, right? Yes, and it's very frustrating. Okay, it's, it's sad. It's sad for this country. But the FBI, now I've had an ongoing um, disagreement with Chris Cuomo on News Nation, and I'll be on there again tonight. Cuomo claims the FBI has been vigorously investigating Hunter Biden. I say there's no trace the FBI has been involved in that investigation at all. Who's right? Well, I think you're right. Uh, it cannot be, at least up to this point, be called vigorous by any means. And I think one of the uh, congressional sound bites you played uh, where the congressman was trying to get at the point of how long this was taking is very significant. It's inordinate. We're talking two, three, and in some instances, some aspects of it, five years this has been dragging on. And the, the one charge that was came forward um, a week ago now, the gun charge, is so clear cut, is so cut and dry, uh, that that charge could have been brought forward two or three years ago. But not only that, it, it's almost an indefensible charge. I mean, it's it's literally black and white. He lied on a government form he signed, the, the, the gun firearms, uh, gun purchase. Uh, so that was a simple case that could have been brought forward three or four years ago. Okay, but you wrote a book, I mean, about the FBI. Have you heard anything, any field office, Baltimore, anybody that has got agents actively trying to find out what Hunter Biden did or did not do? And if any money passed along to his father, have you heard a whiff about that? Bill, here's what I wrote the book because I was concerned about the changing culture of the FBI that has led it into all these problems they have today. And this case is another manifestation of it. Uh, they had the laptop. Uh, it's almost five years now, but they had the laptop very early on. They have the technical expertise beyond any shadow of a doubt to tell within days, if not within hours, the, the legitimacy and the accuracy of the laptop. And they so determined, we know that now for a fact, and yet it was allowed to go by in, 
in intelligence offices, including one, uh, Lisa Monaco, who had been uh, the chief of staff to, to Bob Mueller at the FBI, and now she is the deputy attorney general. She is the one, and the emails have been made public, sending around the emails with this guy Merrill from the CIA, asking these other 51 people to sign on. She's now the deputy attorney general. Yeah. The, well, the, I know the about the politics. Is, we all know how rotten the politics are. But there were 170 reports from banks flagging transitions that were suspicious, financial uh, deposits and things like that were suspicious. 170, all right, from the Biden family were flagged 170 times. The FBI doesn't seem to have looked into any of them. Well, that's that's most shocking at all. And, and that's one of the really concrete pieces, and I'll call it evidence, uh, that exists that warrants uh, proceeding with the investigation, not only of Hunter Biden, but of his father, now the incumbent president. A suspicious activity report, this is something that financial institutions, and not just banks, but brokerages and others, are required to, to file when they believe there is suspicious activity. And in numerous cases, uh, and you can ask anybody in the FBI, the DEA, anybody, often one suspicious activity reports is all the probable cause you need to open a money laundering case, a drug trafficking case, or numerous uh, financial fraud investigations. One, to have a seven, 176 involving the Biden family. And then we now know, separate and, and co corroborating that, that they set up these 20-some dummy paper companies to run money through. I mean, this reeks to high heavens, and this should be jumped on with both feet, but yet but, it's dragged uh, but, on. Are you, are you certain the FBI didn't look into this? Because all of the things that we've just talked about were revealed by the House investigators in Congress, not the oh, federal no. government. Oh, no. oh, no, some of it was looked, looked into. But these roadblocks, whether administratively within the FBI, maliciously within the FBI, or in the Department of Justice, or in one of the U.S. attorney's offices, up to and including the attorney general, are slowing everything down. Uh, specifically, last fall, uh, one FBI agent, uh, the, uh, an assistant agent in charge in the Washington field office, was, was let go uh, by Chris Ray because he had been essentially burying and deep-sixing the investigation around the laptop. Uh, and and, and th that's all well-documented now. So Ray fired him because he was trying to obscure the laptop. So exactly. in this case, Ray did the right thing. But my overall yes. question, and I don't know whether you know or not. If you don't know, I mean, you don't know. I don't think the FBI under Christopher Wray was involved with anything in trying to get information about the Biden family. That's the way it looks to me as a journalist. Well, it's certain. Well, with very good reason, because as, as the congressman said today, so much time has gone by. Well, I mean, so, some so what? Complex take a lot of time, but this is this is in, inordinate. And and what Chris Ray did did there with with that one individual last fall, uh, he's done in other instances uh, where malfeasance has come to the surface. He's fired uh, the individual or let individuals resign. Uh, in some cases, both things have happened. 
And he always says when he testifies before Congress or he speaks to a group, including groups of former agents, he always says, in so many words, we've gotten rid of the rotten apples. Uh, that was his response to the Durham report, which documented in great detail uh, the lack of any yeah. predicate information. To start I, don't that I don't trust Ray at all. I don't trust Garland. I think the Justice Department is, we don't have one anymore. The book is The Fall of the FBI, How a Once Great Agency Became a Threat to Democracy by Thomas Baker. Mr. Baker, thanks for uh, being with us today. We appreciate it. Okay, corruption. Sure. Uh, corruption number two. So earlier this week, we played two soundbites, one from Trump saying that Nancy Pelosi stopped the National Guard from protecting the Capitol on January 6th, and one from Nancy Pelosi saying that she begged Trump uh, to bring in the National Guard. And that drives me crazy. So I said to my staff, we got to get more on this. All right, we have to get more. So yesterday, unbeknownst to me, um, a, uh, the U.S. Capitol Police Chief, Stephen Sund, S-U-N-D, testified before the House Oversight Subcommittee about January 6th, okay? So he's there, gets no press coverage. Even for me, I didn't even know about it. It's a subcommittee thing. It wasn't televised, but I should have known about it, but I didn't. Okay. So he's talking primarily about the National Guard. Now, the sergeant at arms, who was son's boss at the Capitol, okay, his name is Paul Irving. He was fired a day after January 6th. Son was fired by Pelosi. Okay, we'll get into that in a moment. Okay, so Irving was where Son had to go to try to get the guard in place to protect the Capitol on January 6th, because everybody knew there was going to be trouble. Following me so far? Okay. The sergeant at arms, Irving, had to get permission from the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi. Had to. He couldn't order the National Guard. Pelosi had to do that. Okay. Congressman Brian Steele from Wisconsin, Republican, interviewed Sund yesterday. You mentioned that when you first brought up the National Guard to the House Sergeant at Arms in the days leading up to January 6th, uh, that Mr. Irving said he, quote, didn't like the optics, end quote. Is, is that correct? That, that is correct. He, uh, he referenced being concerned for optics. And on January 6th, when you went to Mr. Irving to get his approval to call in the Guard, Mr. Irving said he would, quote, run it up the chain. Is that correct? Uh, yes, sir. That was a telephone call. So running up the chain would most likely, in your, in your opinion, is, is through the Speaker's office and possibly to Speaker Pelosi? That would be where it end, yes. Okay, so, so let, let's park that there and then let's jump to a, a second set here. Um, in a press conference on January 7th, Speaker Pelosi called for your resignation on national television. Speaker Pelosi also stated that she had not talked to you since the initial breach of the Capitol. But according to your transcribed interview, you were on the phone with Speaker Pelosi a few times. Uh, can you explain that discrepancy? Yeah, that is, uh, that, that is correct. I, I spoke to Speaker Pelosi um, three times uh, that, that evening, and uh, she went on national TV and said I'd never spoken to her, but I spoke to her three times. Now, the follow-up question was, did you ask her to bring in the guard? But they didn't ask it because these are politicians and they don't think like journalists or um, prosecutors. Okay. 
Now, I believe that Nancy Pelosi was asked about bringing in the National Guard. That is my belief. I think the evidence all points to that. Okay? I could be wrong, but I'm going with available evidence, and you just heard it. And everybody knew there were going to be problems, and Donald Trump, the president, had broached the subject with the Pentagon at least two days before on January 4th. And that's in stone, that's in writing. Well, here's what Pelosi says. We begged him, Chuck Schumer and I begged him to send the troops again and again. His Secretary of the Army, McCarthy, another McCarthy, and acting Secretary of Defense just made it, oh, there are too many obstacles, it's bureaucratic, it's this, we can't do it. I don't believe her. But again, I can't prove it. All right. uh, Finally, on January 6th, Ray Epps, you'll know that he was a focus of some people who said that he was working for the federal government and encouraged people to go in and riot at the Capitol. He has now been charged with disorderly or disruptive conduct, federal charge. Um, So Mr. Epps will have to answer that charge. He lives in Arizona, 61 years old. You know him. Featured on 60 Minutes, on and on and on and on. So far, 624 people, uh, Epps is number 624, have been convicted, I'm sorry, 624 convicted. Okay, 378 sentenced to prison, 523 cases are pending, so that means more than 1,000 people have been charged on January 6th. Uh, Joe Biden scheduled today met with Netanyahu of Israel and Lula uh, da Silva, president of Brazil. And then he had two fundraisers in New York City, which is a fountain of money for the Democratic Party. You all know that. Um, and that's what Biden did today. All right. Poll uh, uh, trust in our political system. Pew Research. Republican 28, Democrat 28, Independent 27, fair sample, 14,000 adults. Here are the headlines of that study. Four times as many Americans have unfavorable views of both parties than they did in 2022. Trust in government is near a 70-year low. Just 16% of the public say they trust the federal government. Two in three Americans say they always or often feel exhausted when they think about politics. Top two words used to describe U.S. politics are divisive and corrupt. Okay, corrupt is, that is the most important word. Here's another example of corruption. So this is from the U.S. Government Accountability Office. Since the year 2008, 15 years ago, the United States has sent $3 billion, with a B, to Mexico to fight drug trafficking. Okay. The U.S. Government Accountability Office says we got nothing for our money. Zero. Three billion. Gone. They don't know where the money is. They don't know who got it. They don't know what was done. This is a study. They studied where's the money. Nobody knows where the money is. I can tell you where it is. It's in a bank in the Cayman Islands. Okay? That's where the money is. And Mexican government officials put it there and stole it. So. Three billion taxpayer dollars, three billion here, three billion there. And Ukraine, that's a problem. I said that yesterday. Sending all this money over there. You don't think it's getting stolen? It is. Not all of it, but NATO has got to put in auditors to watch 
where this stuff is going. Ukraine's a corrupt country. Doesn't mean we should pull out. We got to fight Putin there, but be very uh, suspect. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on a whim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, Fentanyl Update. We did this yesterday. If you didn't see it, I hope you will watch my talking points yesterday. If you're premium concierge members, you watch anytime you want. You get a transcript. If you're not premium or concierge members, check it out. All right. It will enhance your life, particularly concierge membership. It's an insurance policy for you. Okay. So as you know, as we reported, one year old Nicholas Domenici killed by fentanyl. Three other toddlers hurt because the daycare center they were in was also a drug factory in the Bronx, New York. Okay. The woman who was arrested, Gree Menendez de Ventura, deleted 21,000 messages on her machine. Her husband, who looks like the top do, uh, drug dealer in the operation, still at large, the cops have not released his name. Why? Why? Let's get his name out there, okay? Um, anyway, the reason all this is happening is because New York State and many other liberal states don't prosecute drug dealers. We told you, all right, about the case of this guy, Pagan, who was arrested last year with 20,000 fentanyl pills. 20,000. Today, he was sentenced, and the prosecutors tell us he's going to get two years. Two years for being a major weight fentanyl dealer. You know, corruption, this guy should get 20 years, not two. He pleaded it down and bragged the corrupt DA in Manhattan took it. Oh, they caught him with it. You didn't have to plea it down. Illinois becomes the first state to totally eliminate cash bail. Hey, that's going to help the Chicago violence problem, isn't it? So no cash bail ever again um, until this idiot Governor Pritzker is thrown out of there by the good people of Illinois. And boy, you guys got to mobilize. So Pritzker, this is great. Roll the tape. We're going to continue to focus on public safety, uh, on making sure that, uh, you know, in, in my view, someone who's wealthier shouldn't just be able to buy their way out of jail uh, when they've committed a violent crime, when someone who's poor can't, uh, you know, hasn't committed a violent crime and, and will sit in jail. So uh, the whole purpose here is fairness. Yeah, sure. It's fairness. Uh, we're going to continue to focus on public safety. Hey, you're doing a great job, Governor. Yeah, really good. Poor people are being murdered at a historic level 
in Chicago. And they're all minorities, by the way. Okay, but we're going to focus on public safety. But if we find somebody with a gun, all right, a legal gun, no bail. Right, and it's like dealing fentanyl, heroin. Ah, no, no, no. It's not a violent crime. Selling poison is not a violent crime. Minneapolis can't get any cops. They don't have enough police to uh, keep the people in Minneapolis safe. This is because of the George Floyd incident. All right, it's the lowest level of uniform personnel in Minneapolis in 40 years. And they can't, nobody wants to be a cop in Minneapolis. Who would you? Would you? With that liberal city council there? You make one mistake, it's your, and you'll have to pay and pay and pay and pay. Nobody's going to go be a cop in Minneapolis. Second lowest ratio of officers to population in large cities in America. I should know what the lowest is. And Portland is the lowest. Portland, Oregon is another place. <laughs> Smart life. Okay. So 70% of U.S. adults say they got a little problem sleeping. All right. 11%. It's a lot. Okay. Report poor sleep every night. So the study out of the UK, all right, Benedin Health. They said there's foods. If you eat certain foods, um, you're going to have trouble going to sleep. Want to know what this is smart life now? While we're doing it, we want you to sleep well. Chocolate. You eat chocolate before bedtime, you're going to be jazzed. Cheese. Cheese. Tyramine, which is in cheese, um, keeps you up. Curry. No, I don't know anybody who eats curry before they go to bed. Cultural thing. I don't know. Don't eat curry. Ice cream, that's the same as chocolate. You get this sugar rush. And chips. Overconsumption of salt known to dehydrate your body. And uh, it's not going to be a good night's sleep if you gorge on chips. Here are the good foods. Smart life. Good foods to eat before bed. Cherries. Raw honey. Bananas, turkey, and almonds. I don't eat any of them before I go to bed, but smart life. This day in history, September 20th, 2004, big press story. So you'll remember that George W. Bush was running for prison, okay? And uh, John Kerry was his opponent. And uh, CBS wanted John Kerry to win. So Dan Rather came up with a story that said George W. Bush dodged Vietnam and got a spot in the Texas Air National Guard, and he didn't meet his obligations in the Guard. And then Rather put out documents. Okay, that was 19 years ago today. It turned out that the documents were phony. And here's CBS had to apologize, and here's what Rather said. On September 8th, the documents purported to show that George W. Bush received preferential treatment during his years in the Texas Air National Guard. At the time, CBS News and this reporter fully believed the documents were genuine. Tonight, after further investigation, we can no longer vouch for their authenticity. And that ruined Rather's career. Boom. I know Rather. Mixed feelings about him. Um, I've had some intelligent discussions with him. Uh, when I was at CBS, I didn't like the way he was running his operation. Um, someday I'll get into that a little more specifically, but that was it for Rather. 
All right, booted the story. And you know where they got the phony documents? Kerry campaign. Now, I don't know whether Rather knew that or not. But that was the end. And that is this day in history. All right, got a Cracker Jack, Cracker Jack mail segment. And then a big important announcement. It's important to me anyway about killing the witches out next Tuesday. Right back. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day, and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Okay, let's go into the mailbag. Alan Hinks, Manchester, Vermont. Beautiful town, Manchester, particularly in the autumn. Uh, Vivek uh, Ramaswamy was very refreshing. Appeals to me as I have a distrust of both parties. Um, as a legal immigrant, I value my USA citizenship dearly. I wish the country remains the best spot on the planet. My back may be a bit young, but his enthusiasm and bold thoughts are what our country needs. All right. So we had Mr. Ramaswamy on yesterday. You got a lot of reaction to that. Sally Musselman, Trinity, Florida. My back was a great guest. Your interview was excellent as always. O'Reilly, very insightful. Uh, but not everybody. Robert, message board. Vivek Ramaswamy reminds me of a fast-talking used car salesman. Oh, come on now. Pre-owned car salesmen, that's a cliche. I know a lot of them, and some of them are good guys. Uh, he has no chance of getting a Republican nomination. I agree with that. Tanya, concierge member, which means Tanya has direct access to me. It's an insurance policy for Tanya's life. Bill Vavak is extremely naive about Ukraine. The Ukrainians are never going to surrender their Russian-speaking territory. I don't think either side is going to give a lot there, but eventually something will have to break. Uh, David, concierge member, Trump will keep on with his non-participation in the debates to his own detriment. Meanwhile, those debate participants will slowly gain ground. Hasn't happened yet. Could. But Trump's way ahead right now. Neil Harrison, Arlington, Texas. How do you recognize, how do you expect to reorganize the FBI without congressional approval? Neil, Congress doesn't have anything to do with the FBI. He falls under the executive branch, the president. The president controls the Justice Department. He appoints the attorney general. He appoints the FBI director. Congress doesn't have anything to do with it. It just funds it. Okay? If a president wants to do away with the FBI, the president can do that by executive order. Candace uh, Plattenberger, Lake Orion, Michigan. I say if Senator Fetterman wants to be in office, respect the dress code. We have to do this for any work position, or can we now tell our bosses we want to come to work in our pajamas? There's a difference between government and private industry. So, Candace, if you don't dress to the standards of your employer, you'll get bounced. But Chuck Schumer, Senate Majority Leader, said that uh, Fetterman can come to work 
in his little hoodie. I would not have done that, but Rustum, concierge member, there is no way 80 million of us voted for Mr. Biden. Well, you can, listen, you believe what you want to believe, Rustin, and you may be right. But historically, that's on the sheet. And that's what I have to report. Okay, Killing the Witches, out September 26. Big announcement in Final Thought. I'm holding it over. Now, this is a book that is a little scary. I wouldn't be giving it to the urchins unless they're 13, 14. Um, Killing the Witches influences way back then, all right? In the late 1600s, the way we live today. And there is a modern-day witch hunt, the cancel culture. I tie it all in together in the book. Fall Madness Bundle, still at your disposal. Killing the Legends, Killing the Killers, any mug of your choice for $42.95. Greatest deal. Remember, gift giving coming up. Uh, And by the way, which is a great Halloween gift if you do that, better than any candy. And uh, finally, um, we are on YouTube, Instagram, and Threads. Okay? Um, We're also on Twitter, at Bill O'Reilly, and that ties into the final thought that I'm going to give you in a moment, which will surprise you. Word of the day, do not be bellicose, B-E-L-L-I-C-O-S-E, bellicose. When writing to me, bill at billoreilly.com, bill at billoreilly.com, name and town if you wish to opine. Right back with the final thought. All right, here is the final thought of the day. So, big promotion for the next uh, three or four weeks. I got to go over to England to see uh, my urchin over there at Oxford, but most of the time I'm going to be doing this work, uh, No Spin News, all the radio we do, BillOReilly.com, and then I'm going to be promoting Killing the Witches. We're going to kick off the Killing the Witches promotion on Twitter, or X, and Hunter... Hunter. Okay. Ready? Tucker Carlson going to interview me. Tucker Carlson. Remember that name? He took my slot at Fox News. And now he's not at Fox News anymore. So I have a few questions for Tucker. And I'm sure he's got a few questions for me. That interview is going to be taped on Monday night in Manhattan in the secret location, all right? And then, I guess Tucker is the master of his domain. He'll decide, you know, I hope it comes out the next day, book release day, uh, Tuesday of next week, uh, the 26th of September. Uh, But I can guarantee you, this is not going to be a boring interview. (laughs) This is going to be something for the ages. All right, we'll use some of it here on the Nosebin News, too. But I think you're going to want to see the whole experience. So when I get a little bit more, we know when the interview is going to be, take place. We don't know when X or Twitter, and I'm apart from all this world, by the way. But I got guys and gals who write in there. They know. Um, When we know, you'll know, all right, when that's going to be put up there. But I'm hoping it will be, uh, you know, the evening of the 25th, right before, you know, Amazon sends it out to you, Barnes & Noble, BillOReilly.com. We'll send it out to you early. If you order on BillOReilly.com, I'm going to get those books out. Um, now, I'm not going in 
to this interview with any preconceived um, questions or answers. I'm going to talk about killing the witches and how it applies to cancel culture and things like that. Definitely going to do that. Um, but I don't have really much else. I mean, I'm pleased that Mr. Carlson uh, wants to talk to me. Very pleased about that. I know him a bit. Uh, he was in Washington and I was in New York at Fox. So our paths didn't cross all that often. We have a respectful relationship. Um, two very different styles uh, about broadcasting and what we do on the air. Obviously, you know that. Um, but anything could happen in this, you know, because I got questions. But he's the, he's the interviewer and I'm the interviewee. So I will be respectful of that, but I'll get, I'll get a few of my questions in. Um, so anyway, we're very pleased about that because the, I can't think in this world right now, uh, because this will go worldwide, this will be everywhere. They call it viral, right? Everywhere. I can give a better vehicle right now than this. And uh, I've never known Mr. Carlson to be deceptive. I'm not ever. So you're going to get a healthy dose of what both of us think. So there's not going to be any deception. It's not going to be like Merrick Garland. So this drives me crazy. It really, really drives me crazy. Anyway, I hope you listen to the Hannity radio program today. So I'm posted on BillOReilly.com because we talk about Garland. And um, I will keep you posted uh, throughout uh, the next few days uh, on the Carlson X Twitter situation. And most of all, we want you to check out Killing the Witches. You're going to like this book. It's going to keep you up nights. Um, you've got a lot in there, a lot of different things in there. You're going to learn a lot. Not an easy book to write, but we nailed it, I think. Thank you very much for watching and listening to The No Spin News. I hope you enjoyed this broadcast tonight. It was an important one. And we'll see you tomorrow. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.